Welcome back to the Halftime Podcast, guys. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking the topic of uh, the Champions League since it all got cancelled. And I've just decided that I'm going to do a quick uh, little talk to you about who I think could have won the Champions League this year. But since the pandemic, it's all been cancelled. Now, to even begin this, we need to know that who's gone through and who could have gone through. And this is why I'm basing it all off a prediction and a match and team performance uh, rating so far and how they've all performed in their own league and how they're all getting on in the Champions League. Now, we know that four teams have already made it through from the round of 16 to the quarterfinals. And those four were Atlanta for the Serie A, PSG from League One, uh, Atletico Madrid, who beat, who remarkably bet Liverpool. So, sorry to all the Liverpool fans, but when you see David Simeone fucking having a laugh on the sidelines, it's kind of not easy to fucking shrug off, and I know you're paying. And also Leipzig in the Bundesliga. They all secured their next spot in the Champions League. But Barcelona, Chelsea, Bayern Munich, Napoli, Juventus, Lyon, Man City and Real Madrid had all yet to play their games, their second legs. But due to a certain uh, global pandemic, which has now forced us all inside and away from sports, they couldn't. They had all their matches obviously got cancelled. Now, this is where the predictions just fucking go out the window. This is where I start talking bullshit and just... I'm pretty much ready to piss off half of your fans of these clubs. So don't take this personally, but I'm just going off of performance throughout the year and how your club has done. So first off, from the games that haven't been played, we're going to start with Chelsea and Bayern. Now we know that uh, I think it was Bayern were yet to, they were yet to play. So I'm going to say that Bayern would make it through. I just cannot see the likes of Tammy Abraham scoring past Manuel Neuer and somehow getting past the defence of Alaba or Alfonso Davies in left-back, Kimmich playing either CDM or right-back, and Nicolas Sewell and Hernandez playing centre-back ready to fucking snap you in half. I cannot see them breaking that defence. Now, we saw it last year, Liverpool remarkably broke it and just managed to throw three away at them. And yet Van Dijk had still managed to score an own goal in the process but we're not going to talk about that. That's last year and Liverpool ended up winning it. But I can only see that Bayern go through with this. Now, whether it's a 1-0 or a 2-0, but I'd say it's 2-0 because of the way that Robert Lewandowski has been in such fantastic form this year and how he's been slotting goals easily in the Bundesliga and in the Champions League in the knockout stage. There's no reason why I can't see him scoring one or two past Kepa or else Willy Caballero. I mean... Anyone can score on past Caballero. It's not that fucking impossible. Even though he has been had a better season than Kepa after we all know what happened in the Carabao Cup last year. But we won't say anything more about that. I don't want to piss off any Chelsea fans, even though I probably have. So I'm sorry. But it's not because I'm rivals with you and for being a West Ham fan and we hate each other. But it's just straight up, you're not going to stop Lewandowski. He is going to slot one past you. And they have the firepower then behind them of like Coutinho, who we know that we've seen in the past Premier League's era. He can score some pretty fucking worldly goals. Same with Navre. He's also been on form. Coleman. They can all score past you. They're a fucking strike force. They could easily slot one or two and break that Chelsea defence because it's basically youth. And they still, even though they had a good run in the Premier League, they still have to get used to each other. And that was only because they would never have got that run if it wasn't for a ban. 
So I can always say that uh, Bayern Munich go through on that stage because of their performance. The next one up was Man City and Real Madrid. Now, we know that Man City had beaten Real Madrid 2-1 at the Bernabeu, which kind of shocked a few of us. Because I remember being in my apartment and walking out, uh, just about to head out. And just a mate of mine told me, he came to me and he was like, it's fucking one all at half time. And I was I was honestly expecting Man City to be a lot more in the lead. I was expecting either either a 1-0 or 2-0 at this stage. But somehow it, it was 1-1. I couldn't, I was kind of gobsmacked at this. But I, based on Real Madrid's performances throughout the season and how badly they've been doing, both in the league and the Champions League, like they, they look like they struggled in the knockout. So in the group stage, so that was already a warning flag, and it's now shown that when you have De Bruyne, Sterling, uh, Aguero, Sané running at you, and you can't even, and even with fucking Modric and fucking Ramos trying to do some work for the team, while Bale just sits on the bench, probably holding up a little Welsh flag, saying "fuck it, golf, come on, where my, where's my fucking clubs at? Fuck this shit," and walks out at half time, even when he sees the one all. Surprisingly. Uh, you can't deny that Man City would definitely be going through this stage because they'd be at home. They would have been at home in the Etihad and they would have probably gone through based on that for their home performance. Like we saw it last year against Tottenham. They got very unlucky in the last few minutes when Sterling had his goal ruled out because of VAR. But if there wasn't VAR, they would have gone through and could have seen the City-Liverpool final. But we didn't. We had the Liverpool and Tottenham final and we know who won that. But anyways, moving on, I'm going to say that Man City go through just based on their results this season and how well they've been doing both in the Cup and the league. The next one, we have Barcelona and Napoli. Now, their first leg, it finished one all. We know the results of that. But that kind of, that shocked both pundits. I know Rio Ferdinand came out on Sky Sports and he kind of said something like, how basically, in my words, how the fuck did they not destroy Napoli? But Napoli are a decent side. I hate to admit it, but I, I, they're... The way they play their football is really fucking good. It's like it'd be like if Ancelotti was still there. It's just possession, get forward, and bang in goals and whipping early crosses just to try and get it onto uh, any of your strikers' heads, like Millet. Try and just get it on their head and so they can put it in the goal and run all the way back. Like they haven't got the most lethal strike force in the world. I know they have Insigne and uh, Dries Mertens and Herving Lozano. But out of all of them, there's only two that uh, Insigne and Mertens will be the only two that I could see slotting a few past Barcelona. But even with Ter Stegen in goal, arguably the world's number one at the moment, if not number two because of Allison, they're both probably joint number one. I'd probably, I'd personally put Ter Stegen above Allison after the season since he hasn't played much and they had to rely on Adrian more. But there's no way you'd be scoring that many past a fucking god like Ter Stegen. And a match day fit and in the mindset, Ter Stegen is someone that you do not want to face up against to be shooting against because he's not going to let anything in. So, And also, this is probably Messi's last chance to have a decent kind of run at this trophy now that Liverpool are out. And he knows that they're the strongest, arguably one of the strongest opponents that had the odds to win it are now gone. So... It's not. It's like he knows that they could have done it, and he would have wanted revenge from last year. So he would want to go on and win this and just show it up in Liverpool's face, which is fair enough to understand. So that's why I could only see Messi, Suarez, 
and Griezmann just going through in this stage and moving on to the quarterfinals past uh, Napoli. But I wouldn't say Napoli wouldn't go down without a fucking fight because they will fight to the end. It's the way that the Italians are. Even though we haven't seen it in the war, but fuck it, that's another day. We're not in that stage. Uh, the last one then is Juventus versus Leon, And I think we all could safely say that Juventus would go through in this stage. They were 1-0 up at the end of the first leg, so I could easily say that they were going to go through. But there again, Leon have a nice little midfield uh, maestro in our, I think that's how you say it. I don't know how the fuck you say it. I'm not French. But that's the way that I'd see it. They'd probably go through because they have more of the firepower up front with Dybala, Ronaldo, uh, Bernadeschi, uh, Douglas Costa running at you and they have a solid de- defence even though they're old as fuck and probably nimble in their legs they're gonna hold up and just be able to stop you like Chiellini bearing down on you as well as fucking either Roe Magnoli or Benucci they're going to not let you pass they're a brick wall and so that's where the kind of end of the round of 16 ends we don't know who gets drawn in for the quarters so this is where my kind of predictions end but from the teams that have gone through, the only one I can possibly think, the only three that I think could win it, if I had to put three winners, would be either Man City, Barcelona, or Bayern Munich. And I'd put Bayern as the underdogs. They'd be the real underdogs because they have the firepower. And I I love the way that they're playing their football now this season. Even though they sacked Nivo Ko- Niko Kovac back in like uh, November or December, I think. Around there, they sacked him. And they brought in someone else as a kind of caretaker manager for the moment. They're still, they still have the capability to go and win uh, the whole thing in total, the whole tournament, and make themselves known again in Europe and become to be one of Europe's great giants again, the sleeping giant that would have woke up. But also Barcelona, for Messi's sake, he wants to turn, he wants to probably turn up and give it his all so that he can get them through, and also get them to another trophy so that he could add it into his cabinet before he like we see the retirement of him. And he'd also want it because he he probably knows that Ronaldo isn't going to get to the final. He he definitely knows that. So he's probably, he's the more better team in a, in a nutshell. Like they have a stronger defense and their midfield with Frankie de Jong and Busquets is not going to let anything past them. They'll both track back and forward to uh, create and break up play. And then Man City just overall with their attack is and midfield is just going forward. They're sorted. But coming back is where they've always had a problem in the league. So it's like you can see uh, errors in them. But that's not to say that they wouldn't go and slot a few past the likes of a uh, fucking Barcelona if they came up against them in the quarters or the semis or or else in the final itself. But it doesn't mean that they're not going to like win the trophy in, te- in total. Like, we all know how smart Pep is, even though they have a two-year ban now. But we all know that Pep is one of the greatest Champions League managers to ever grace the game of football. And we know that he is a tactically gifted man. So we know what he could do to Man City. Uh, but that's really much it. I think in the end, I would I would put money on Barcelona in total to win it. And I'd have probably Bayern in second and Man City third. Like, just going off of uh, season performances like Barcelona... They're, they're like ready to challenge, even though they had Suarez out for a long time and they had to kind of break uh, La Liga rules just to bring in an emergency striker in Braithwaite. 
he's not he wouldn't be starting a fight he wouldn't be starting in the Champions League they'd throw like Messi up front and bring on like Ousmane Dembele on the wing and have Griezmann on the other wing or else they'd play like a 4-4-2 or something but they would not dare play Braithwaite in a Champions League game because that would be just fucking pan- a worse pandemic on the football world than what we fucking have now but that's it really for today, guys. Who do you think could have won the Champions League? Like, I'm going with Barca, but obviously you can have your own say. I'll leave my link to my Twitter in the description, as always, so you can always tell me who you think could have won. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I'm currently working with a few mates that we're trying to get more of us in on this, and we're trying to not spend as much on football just because there's one or two of us that... Uh, they're, they're one of the two of them are music uh, professionals. They have their own music. So I'll leave a link to their uh, music in the description below as well. And you can go and check that out and maybe give them a follow as well and tell them that I sent you over. So we're kind of working on something for the future after we can all like, after all the laws and everything in Ireland and the pandemic is lightened up and lifted and the lockdowns all lifted a little bit that we can all go, go and sort something out that we can all record together and make one of these for you guys. So that's going to be it. I I thank you very much for listening to this podcast and remember to stay safe, guys. Okay, take care.